Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, where this week's headlines, the USDA report is a damp squib, weather in North and South America is a concern, and the UK cash markets are very firm. Last night we had the latest USDA report, which, to be frank, was another kicking the can down the road exercise. Whilst they did reduce soybean and maize crops in South America, they did not go far enough and the trade ignored it, and prices on the CBOT continued their upwards trajectory. They're obviously content to continue their small steps approach until they have more data available, which should not come as a great shock, and their reports have become a case of what will the USDA say rather than what the reality might be. They did adopt the lower Canadian wheat stocks figure that StatsCan released this week, which was 2.3 million metric tonnes below even the lowest average trade estimate, but they left Chinese maize imports at 26 million metric tonnes, despite the US trade attaché in China's forecast of 20 million tonnes. Indeed, trade estimates already exceed the 20 million tonnes, and unconfirmed reports circulated yesterday that China had bought a further 2 million tonnes of US maize in recent days. They left Australian wheat production unchanged, despite calls for a large increase, although this would likely have to go straight into stock due to logistical restrictions, and left EU and Russian exports unchanged, which are still probably 7 to 8 million metric tonnes too high. Weather in South America continues to be of great concern in Brazil, Argentina and Paraguay, the latter whose soybean crop has been cut by 50% in latest forecasts. Brazil is too wet in the north, which is delaying soybean production and delaying planting of the safrina maize crop, whilst parts of central and southern Brazil remain hot and dry, as does most of Argentina, despite a recent bout of showers. The US Plains wheat crops remain moisture deficient, whilst Europe is generally drier and warmer than usual. So far, it's fair to say conditions are not ideal. The recent love-in between Presidents Putin and Xi at the Winter Olympics appears to have resulted in an agreement for China to take more wheat and barley from Russia, although how long it will take for the protocols to be put in place remains to be seen, but will not be before the 2022-23 season at the earliest. With China joining Algeria, Turkey, most of Middle East and Asia in their increasing reliance on Russian grain imports, it is difficult to see Russian export quotas disappearing any time soon unless they increase production significantly. They already struggle to keep internal domestic prices under control. In the meantime, the market appears to have decided that the chances of Russia invading the Ukraine have receded. I wonder... French wheat prices have come under pressure recently, particularly with China cozying up to Russia and Russia having already made inroads into Algeria, which had previously been the bastion of the French wheat market. However, French wheat is now the cheapest wheat in the world. Algerian and French relations seem to be improving and any Chinese business will not affect this crop year anyway. The UK wheat market is exhibiting signs of tightness, with some questioning the crop size and suggestions that animal feed usage will be increased in next month's UK supply and demand report. The recent increase in cash premiums over futures in large parts of the country would appear to lend credence to this. 
On to malting barley, old crop demand stops and plantings continued in the south and east. Firstly, 2021 crop, demand for the old crop malting barley has come to a halt. The arrival of three cargoes of Argentine and Australian barley into Europe has curtailed UK exports for the time being. Germany is in lockdown, so the demand for beer has fallen there, also in Belgium and in the Netherlands. The UK is ahead of the EU in terms of lifting COVID-19 restrictions, so some rebound in demand for beer and malt should happen in the next two months. Meanwhile, farmers storing malting barley really must check their bulks carefully. We are seeing rejections for high moisture, causing many infestations from mites and beetles, so high-premium malting barley contracts are being lost for the want of drying and conditioning. The spring 2022 crop, well, barley plantings have continued in the south and the east. The new crop malting market is hardly trading, whilst the forward values are historically good. They are low when compared to even the much-reduced old crop prices. The supply and demand for malting barley in Europe is still tight, so a big normal malting crop will be needed for 2022. That requires near-perfect weather from now on, which we may not get, so getting the crop planted is the priority rather than selling it. This week's oilseed rape headlines, the market lacks direction. The USDA report was not as bullish as private estimates and supply remains tight until new crop. Much of this week hasn't seen much direction as the market waited for Wednesday's USDA. Since then, the trade has been digesting the latest figures with prices, especially on old crop, drifting as buyers stayed out of the market. Some support did, however, come from firmer overnight Chicago prices midweek, but wider pressure from slightly firmer sterling at 1.1847 and weaker crude oil at $91.44 a barrel was seen. The USDA turned out to be bullish, but not as bullish as private estimates, and the market has seen through the reallocation of export demand, with beans reaching new highs. The South American crop was reduced by a further 8.7 million tonnes and US and world carryout was also reduced. The South American soybean crop continued to fall, giving support to the vegetable oil sector. Brazil's soybean crop in 2022 reduced by 5 million tonnes to 133.3 million tonnes, compared to the January forecast due to a drought. EU rape oil was quoted between unchanged and $20 a tonne higher following gains in Chicago soy oil and stronger rapeseed futures. Palm oil on the European vegetable oils market was offered stronger midweek following gains in Malaysian palm oil futures on supply worries because of Indonesian plans to restrict exports of palm oil and products. Palm oil dropped more than anticipated at the end of January, hitting a six-month low as production and imports slumped, data from the industry regulator showed on Thursday. Stockpiles fell 3.85% from the previous month to 1.55 million tonnes, the lowest since July. For up-to-date prices and information about marketing opportunities, please speak with your local Openfield Farm Business Manager. And finally, the grain and pulses price indicator, starting with feed wheat for February, 212 to 222 pounds, May, 215 to 225. Feed barley for February, 202 to 212, May, 205 to 215. And oilseed rape for February, 586 to 590, May, 590 to 593. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.